God. <laughs> when I was a little boy, my mom and dad broke up. I was probably about eight, maybe nine, something like that. And then uh, my mom had some problems. I got to go stay with some friends, relatives for a while. When I was 10, they thought it was a good idea to drop me off at summer camp for two weeks, right? By the way, they didn't even take me. <laughs> I'm not bashing my parents, by the way. I love my parents. I'm just telling you why most of my life I felt left out and left behind. There was another fella, Danny. Danny was going to summer camp for screwed up kids too. And so Danny, I went with Danny and his dad, right? They took me to summer camp. Unbelievable. Or maybe they brought me home. I don't know. Oh no, my dad did take me. My dad took me the first year. Or was it the second? You see, I, it's all so confusing when you focus on left out. When was I left out? Because my dad did take me one of the times. I actually went back to summer camp and it turned out all right. But here's the thing, guys. For some reason, all my life, I have felt abandoned. I have felt left out. I have felt like I was on the sidelines. By the way, that changed. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. But all my life, that's what I felt like, you know? Like, I was born three months early. My mom told me later, she goes, she didn't want to see me. She had, her, she, she had them knock her out because she didn't want to see me if I died. <laughs> Welcome to planet Earth, boy. Mm. By the way, I don't blame them for anything. Right, I set all this up, right? It ain't my first rodeo. This ain't your first rodeo either. So I imagine something that had me get born like that, that had me get abandoned like that, to feel left out, left behind. Never mind I was the sickly kid, right? I'd miss a lot of school, right? I'd go to school for a week or two, then take a couple days off, sick, come back. Then I'd be behind. I'm left behind again. And I'm one of the smart kids. I got really good at learning myself things. But I always felt left out behind or I was learning something differently than what the nuns said. You know, because the nuns said sit up there and say, this is what that means. If you have two apples and two oranges and two grapefruits, what do you got? And the answer was supposed to be six. I said fruit salad. And I don't like it. I like meat. Right? That got me nowhere. Right? Imagine being a fleshitarian. Right? They want me to be a Catholic, and I'm a fleshitarian. I like eating meat. Like you've probably seen in the, the lunch shows. We eat food and what food eats, right? Meanwhile, so I felt left out, gang. I really did. I felt left out. I felt left behind. I felt like I was left. You hearing a pattern here? God darn it. And then, like anything I thought about ever starting, I'd worry about, well, what would happen like, once that falls apart, once they take it away from me, once it... See, I was imagining shit falling apart. Why start anything if it's going to fall, come crashing down? But here's what happens, right? They took me to summer camp. I was 10 years old. That was 1976. God bless America, right? They painted all the parking meters in town, red, white, and blue. I mean, it was a big time, a lot of hoopla. But I got a summer camp, two weeks, total strangers, and I decided to totally be me. I decided to join in the fun. 
It was great fun. I I cried, right? I cried when they came to bring me home. I cried. I saw my parents and I cried. I didn't want to leave because I finally was able to be me. The neighborhood kids weren't there. Nobody was there that knew me. I got to be, I got to decide who am I. And I was that kid. They actually, I took so many nature courses, right? They had different courses and things you could do all day. It was so much fun. I took so many nature courses, they made up an award for me. It was the Mr. Nature Award. I was Mr. Nature for God's sake. And so I went back the next year and I did the same thing because here's why I went back. The first year I went, I discovered I could be Mr. Nature. Then I went back to my old neighborhood and I became Mr. Punching Bag again. Right. Next year, I'm 11 years old. I go back to summer camp. Right? They say, hey, do you want to go to Screwed Up Kids Camp? I sure do. Let's go. Right? Can I do three weeks? No, I limited to two. Righty all. So the first year I was in Camp Comanche. The second year I was in Camp Apache. They named them after Indian tribes. That's sort of interesting given how my, the path my life has taken. But anyway, so I'm at summer camp and I do it again. I am who I choose to be. I made great friends, had a lot of fun, got all kind of awards. All right, I actually excelled. I didn't get sick once. And then I came home. And I became Mr. Punching Bag again, but not for long. Because somewhere along the line there, I, I got this interest in being a karate master, a kung fu guy. Right, the TV series Kung Fu was out, and the guy reminded me of my grandma. Yeah, she was dead, right? <laughs> she died in, when I was eight. And so I decided I was going to be a martial arts master. I found this thing called Kempo Karate. I like Kempo Karate because it was like a hybrid between karate and kung fu, right? It was Chinese karate. Works for me. And I actually manifested up a teacher. That was pretty cool. See, I started studying from magazines, getting everything wrong, right? Sometimes a little bit of guidance helps, but meanwhile. So I started with magazines. Yeah, Black Belt, Karate Illustrated. There was another one, Danny Kay's Big Book of Karate or something like that. Out of all of them, it was the littlest one. <laughs> but it was really fun. And I remember learning stuff like, uh, yeah, from these articles written by and about J.T. Will and... Uh, uh, who's the other guy? He had a mustache. Ed Parker. Ed Parker had the mustache. J.T. Will was a little older. And, uh, God, I went hook, line, and sinker into a gang. Manifested up a class. Started taking it, exercising, working out. Hours and hours every day. I became obsessed. Because I was possessed by being a black belt. And I took over the karate program when I was like a green belt. Right? Me and my buddy Walt. Walt was a brown belt. They needed a karate instructor. Walt, they asked Walt because he was a brown belt. Walt showed up for two classes and then never came back. My instructor, Bob, Bob said, hey, I'll supervise. He went to the YMCA and said, I'll check in once in a while, but he's good. He can do it. And uh, I taught at the YMCA till uh, I got my second degree black belt, and I went on with my life. That was like 10 years or more. Talk about good fun. But meanwhile, here's the thing, guys. Today, 
Today's the day. Today's the day. Today's the day. Right now, you can choose not to be left out, to be left behind, to feel like leftovers. <laughs> I just love wordplay. It's so true. Because if you're basing what's possible for you by what is left behind, by the footprints that you've been through, if you're letting your past dictate your future, uh, right now you can change that. Right now. Write this down even. Right now is what matters. You can leave behind. You can reject all that stuff. You triple D people. You get why we have that, le that lesson on rejection and why we explore that in a whole bunch of cool ways woven into the calls and into the course because you get to reject some things. You get to reject being who you've been. I did it for two weeks that first year at summer camp and then I came home and became me again. I did it for two weeks the second time at summer camp and I came back, but I held on to a little of it. And that's what awakened the dreamer. The dreamer, <laughs> the dreamer dreaming the dream, having the faith to that unseen reality, the loyalty to the unseen reality. I was the sickly kid for God's sake. I was still, God, year seven, I got so far behind in science, I missed dissecting the frog. I went to Mr. Giacobbe and I said, hey, can, can I dissect that frog? I know you have some in the cupboard. Can I dissect one since I missed it? He said, yeah. Never got around to it. Got busy. <laughs> God, a little kid. All I wanted to do is dissect a frog for God's sake. But he was too busy. I was too busy. It never happened. Too busy is a great way to be left out. Oh, but I'm frantic. I'm pushing. I'm not. I'm Mr. Right Now. Right now is where you find status. Because if you, if you don't get that you can change, that you can dive deeper, if you don't change and dive deeper right now, if you don't dance like you've never danced before right now, you're not going to do it later. Let's be honest. Later never happens. Later is always left behind. Later is how you leave things behind. Yeah, well, I had a dream, but I always thought I'd get around to it later. Uncle Chucky... Ugh. Uncle Chucky had a big box full of wood. It was like one of those old contain storage containers. He bought it, put it in the backyard, filled it full of cool wood offcuts. Shit to make furniture out of. Alright, I'm talking thousands and thousands of dollars worth of wood that he got for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. He's like me, right? He gets great deals. And when he doesn't get great deals, he comes up with whatever he needs to get whatever he wants. Uncle Chucky's cool. But you know what he didn't do? He didn't do a damn thing with the wood. He never got around to later. He always wanted to be a woodworker. And he never got around to it. That's sad to me. Meanwhile, there was a little boy that went to summer camp. And he became a man on a mission. If you got gold today, here's what I want you to do. 
ManifestingMasteryCourse.com. It's a 90-day adventure, $97. Maybe you've noticed I build my entire day around 30, 60, and not my entire day. I build my entire life around 30, 60, and 90-day experiments. Some you know about and most you don't. And here's the cool thing. When you can commit to a change in, for 30 days, right? and I'm not saying this is a magical number or something, but this is how I find commitment works really well. Some people go, I don't know, man. Like, you know, like they've got these reservations about committing to something for a long time. And I say, look, 90 days. What if you gave up all the dumb shit like playing with sticky tape and affirmations for 90 days and actually did only what we teach? What if you did it for 30 days? DreamDrivenDay.com. What if you did it with a group and you posted and played every day? You don't have to post every day, but I certainly want to tell you, you really should play every day. Because when you stop playing, it becomes war. When I stopped playing like I did at summer camp, life became war again. I became Mr. Punching Bag. Mr. Nature becomes Mr. Punching Bag. News at 11. The next year I didn't let that happen completely. And it was in that next year after that that everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <clears throat> Have a lovely day. Dream Driven Day starts August the 1st. That's all I got. DreamDrivenDay.com. See ya.